Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, January 25, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? It's quite interesting. Let's start with where the market closed. That's the most important thing on the board is where did she close at the end of the day? What are traders telling you as they're going out on close? And it was a bullish close compounded by the fact that they were killing them in the pre-market in the morning. Nice little sell-off. Could have went a lot farther. Chose not to. Rescue operation. Finished near the highs, almost on the high of day. That's a bullish close above all the moving averages. She's eating time off the clock for three days up here building energy to make another push higher. To where? We have identified already a zone between 407.20 and 408 and a quarter, give or take on either side. That's the daily chart synopsis. Just as a refresher from a weekly chart perspective, let's just double check and make sure we have an understanding of where they are in terms of is she breaking out on a weekly trend line or not. And right now, she's above the trend line by a smidgen. Smidgen is a technical term, but it's only important by the end of the week. And one week above the trend line ain't going to cut it. Just saying. Net-net, there is still a bid underneath the market, which means there are buyers out there and we have yet to reach, or she, meaning Mrs. Market, has yet to reach a final destination on this particular push. That's what the tape is telling me. A couple of important things, interesting things developed from an intraday perspective that also resulted in what I'll call a Whopper Junior of an S&P trade in addition to some other trades along the way. We're going to go over those in a few minutes, but I want to focus on the S&P trade because we're going to turn it into a learning opportunity. We did this in the live room today. Everybody was on board with all the reasons why, all the stuff. I want to go over it in here before we even get to the inside the numbers stuff because it's all one thing. We got a 240-minute chart. We're going to jump back and forth, and we're going to talk about a number of important places that will all come together in a few moments. First, we're going to talk about, and this is the same place from the daily chart, the breakup candle low, 395.72. We identify that with a trend line across the screen. We're going to do a couple more. This is the ES chart. It includes the Globex data. And therefore, we're going to focus in on this particular area. This was the bull flag pattern that was mentioned inside the numbers in the notes. This area where they're eating time off the clock in a flag pattern was from Sunday night leading into Monday. It was in Monday's notes early in the morning. Now, I've done the work, I did the work this morning, and I'll explain why in a moment, but that translates from an SPY perspective to about 396.75. We're going to put that on the board. That was one of the important numbers. It was our pivot early in the morning. You'll see 395.20 on the board. Doesn't look like it on this hourly chart, but that was a pound-the-table buy area, beginning of a zone. And that was the next number that was on the board as the bottom of the zone. This is what it looks like on a five-minute chart. 
We know about the vertical business, right of it is today's activity. Just go with me on this concept for a moment. Big picture stuff. 240 chart, they spike the 20 period moving average and snap back. The 120 minute chart, they went through the 20 period but went to and snap back from the 50 period moving average on this chart. Check this little shimmy out here. See that? Market stopped there for a couple, three hours, and then broke down. Guess what? On the way back up, what did she do? She broke above that area. That was a breakdown point. And guess what? She came back to test it today and bounced off of it. You can go back and watch this over again. These are all the reasons culminated together that there was a trade if the market came down there this morning. It was a green light special. It was a neon lights, lick your chops kind of thing. Talked about it at length in the live room. Got on the horn before the opening bell. We set the thing up. We watched it. We took the trade together. We profited together. Same goes for inside the numbers, regular way members, same routine. Now check this out. It's hump day, little more than a normal garden variety overnight pullback brewing. Remember, yesterday was an on-time type of day, so that was on my mind this morning. Brings price today to the lower portion of yesterday's buy zone. Funny how that works. They didn't get to yesterday's buy zone, but they went there. So we're identifying 396.75 as our early pivot. It's important magnetic, and should produce a bull bear battle in both the pre and regular way session. Opening below, or just below, opens the door for some lower stuff. So we'll see how that morphed from what was before price got there to where price opened up around 9.30. We have some rescue operation places, and of note, the early pivot corresponds with a little spike of ES. 4,000 that was coming back down after being above 4,000. Again, it's a big fat round number and therefore worth mentioning. It's called an honorable mention and has nothing to do with the actual SPY numbers. I showed you where all those came from for the most part. So now here comes 845. They're leaking. Might as well put another number on the board. 395.20, give or take, is another spot and creates a zone between the pivot and 395.20. Below 395 for long and something other than a pullback and bounce is going on. The door opens for 393.85 and possibly lower. Okay, fair enough. Here's where it unfolds. Pay attention. 855. The bigger picture concept is this. There's a big time breakup candle low within the zone. There are several moving averages on a variety of different charts in the zone. Under normal garden variety market conditions, there should be a bull bear battle and bounce back after testing and spiking the moving averages and running a test of the breakup candle low area. This type of test of a larger time frame can take a while. They could stay down and spike lower. They could bounce right away. Either way, it's an area they should bounce from within. They did all that. Well, I'm trying to get you in the right mindset for what we've got on our hands. All in the spirit of being prepared. 921, what do we got? We have one of our pivot situations on our hands. 396.75 is the pivot and overhead resistance. Mind you, price was below it when I wrote this. 395.20, give or take, is support. She can bounce there. 
If she goes below, it's to the next place. We already saw that. The main idea is to find support around 395.20, give or take, and ride it back up to the pivot around 396.75. Write that down. The main idea, 395.20, give or take, ride it up to 396.75. 9.21 a.m. Here's the chart again. Now watch this. First five-minute candle of the day. What's the low? 395.23, give or take. Three cents counts. Where did they run to? Almost 396.65 against 396.75 around. That counts. That was exactly the design of the trade. That was actually the trade that took place. 931, 395.20. And 396.75 is the pivot and likely to get tested. The point is, will they get to 395.20 first or go to 396.75, the pivot, first? Either way. Now, I'll give you the net-net. This was the trade. When they came back down, I was waiting for 393.85 here. They never got there. They bounced. Then they did it later, and then they took off for the rest of the day. But that was still an unbelievable place, looking back, playing Monday morning quarterback, but we had the number on the board, zero dark 30. You got the concept, pause the video, read the notes, look at them all, go back to the chart to double check the work, check the guidance, what were we talking about, what were the numbers, what were the just-in-casers, everything is in here. It's our tour guide for the market during specifically the morning rush and beyond. Pause them, read them, Go back to the chart to double-check the work. There's your afternoon schematic at 1 o'clock. What did it say? If above 397.64, the door begins to open all the way back home to 400. 397.64. What does it say first? No change other than they've now established themselves back above the pivot. That puts the bulls back in control, even if it's red for the day. It doesn't matter. And therefore, above this equals another big run up to 400. Here was the pivot, the top line. They established themselves above it, had one of these breakup candles, pull back, test the low. This is even on a five-minute chart, and they take off and they go to where? Over 400. I laid that trade out for the room before we closed it up for the day. There were traders that took that trade going away. Apples, how do you like them apples? But wait, there's more. Remember when I said earnings would come fast and furious? Here we go. We had run, KMB's off the table, didn't hit its number, Datadog, Microsoft, Net, which is Cloudflare. How about SQ, that's Block, and Cake was off the board, it didn't hit its number. How about run, Sunrun? First number works, provide way more than the minimum required base hit. Look at the high in this candle. 2481 off an entry of 2365. From a day trading perspective, scalp trading perspective, that's fantastic. First number worked, second number worked, apples, you got it. Data dog, first number didn't work, second number worked, average of the two, the rest is history, the numbers work. About Microsoft, any takers in Microsoft, 232.35, the rest is history, got up to 243 and change. How you doing? About Cloudflare, net, first number worked, second number worked, independent of one another. Either way, you want to look at it. Yeah, you got it. The numbers work. Square, 
Any more questions? 7530, they spike it, turn around, rocket ride back up in the other direction, $80.79 on close. Another, how you doing? What's going on over in Camp IWM? Anything new and exciting over there? Anything different? No, it was a positive close, relative strength, same routine, eating time off the clock. When you look at all this activity, way back from the spike up here on the 12th of January, this is all just eating time off the clock above the moving averages, building energy to do what? You got it, to get over these highs. If they fail, they'll start getting below these moving averages, and that will be the tell. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? Well, they were down today over 1%, so this is a bit of a canary-ish type of situation. Canary in the coal mine. My second favorite market-leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine. Down today. However, bullish on the chart above all the moving averages. It's a down day, but not bearish on the chart. Put it in perspective. It could be a one-day anomaly. But... We want to put it on the table. It's a potential puzzle piece. Put it on the sticky note. The Q people, same routine, eating time off the clock, building energy to make another run into and likely through up to 295, this 200 period moving average. We talk about that each and every night. Nothing's changed on the chart. How about the financials? If there's nothing wrong with the financials, if they're not falling apart, the rest of the market's not going to fall apart. Relative strength with the financials up almost 1% today. Same routine, bullish above all the moving averages, grinding it higher to challenge this high right here, and then potentially beyond 36.50. Anything new with Smash Mouth, the semiconductor index, the Philly semiconductor index, eating time off the clock, already eclipsed this high. They're working on other stuff. Nothing bearish on the chart. It's bullish until proven otherwise. When you look at the weekly chart, you can see what they're actually trying to accomplish. There's some pivot highs up here that coincide with the 100-period moving average. That's magnetic. That's drawing price in currently and is overhead resistance. Very good day all around the horn for Inside the Number members. Having some fun in the live room, moderating the live room, answering questions, going over what I see on the charts. The objective is to help traders as much as possible. We're going to wrap it here today. I'm David Frost. And by the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you and that without you, these videos are not possible, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.